Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. We are continuing in our study of the book of Acts chapter number 12. And if you would turn in your Bibles over to verse number 16, you'll remember that they were praying at John Mark's house. His mother Mary and some believers were gathered there, and they were praying for Peter's release. The church in Jerusalem was praying for his release. And then the angel, an angel showed up that night, had to wake him up, led him out of the prison, and then left him on the street, and when he realized he wasn't seeing a vision, he went over to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, knocked on the door. A young girl named Rhoda came, and she heard his voice, but she was so elated uh, that she went back and told everybody else without letting him in. They thought she had lost her mind, had seen a ghost or his angel, as they put it. But then when they finally came out, then they saw that it was Peter. And verse uh, 16 says, Now Peter continued knocking, and when they opened the door, They saw him and they were astonished. And we talked about how when we pray, we should expect God to move those mountains. Verse 17, but motioning to them with his hand to keep silent, he declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, go tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. James is the brother of Jesus. He is not one of the 12, but he was the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. So uh, he wants them to let James, the church leader, know uh, that he's out. And then he moved on to another place, probably more, more off the grid, you might say. Verse 18, then as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers about what had become of Peter. But when Herod had searched for him and had not found him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. You know, if you're a a, a soldier for Herod, then uh, you're just, you know, it's not that necessarily they, God wanted them to die, but... Uh, he wanted to deliver Peter. And so Herod put these men to death because he didn't believe them. He thought maybe they were somehow connected maybe to the to the apostles or to the church or whatever. So he killed them. And uh, verse number 20, some very interesting things begin to happen now in these next uh, couple of verses. Now Herod had been very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, but they came to him with one accord. And having made Blastus the king's personal aide their friend, they asked for peace because their country was supplied with food by the king's country. And on a set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne, and gave an oration to them. And the people kept shouting the voice of a god and not of a man. And then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God grew and multiplied. You know, this is one of the uh, interesting things that happened throughout history. And uh, this man, Herod, this is, of course, Herod Agrippa uh, I. He is the grandson of Herod the Great, who ruled for many years, 36 years, I believe. But this man is in the seventh year of his reign. He is... uh, approaching, uh, I forget exactly how old he is. I want to say 50, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, you might read Josephus, the historian of this day. He, he tells this story of how this, uh, this ruler Herod came to the, to the games. It was 44, uh, AD, um, that he had come to the games decked out in this, uh, suit made of silver. And, uh, 
he began to give a speech and everybody's proclaiming him as God. And then he saw an owl above his head on a, on a line or a rope or something. And he had been given a, an omen many years before, just before he was released from prison, uh, after um, one of the leaders had died and then Caligula, his friend, had come to power. Uh, and he was released from prison. And uh, the whoever delivered this omen to him and told him that this owl represents his deliverance said, if you ever see this owl again or ever see this omen again, it means you're going to die. So he looked up and saw the owl and immediately knew that he was going to die. Then he got this intense pain in his, uh, in his abdomen. They took him away and a few days later he died. But uh, to say that he was eaten by worms uh, could be that he had a... a um, could be that he had a, a, a um, infestation of parasites or whatever. We're not real sure. It's a little bit vague, but nonetheless, he died. Now, notice that he's not a believer. He's not a Christian, and uh, and he is a per- persecutor of the church, of course. We've been talking about how he, he killed James. He was going to kill Peter. He killed his own guards. He, he was not a nice guy, but God made an example of him because he was exalting himself as God, in fact, when he became stricken in Josephus' writings, he rebuked all the people for flattering him, but it didn't seem to bother him before he was stricken and would later die. So at any rate, this is an interesting old thing, probably uh, showing that that you know this is not good if you're going to persecute the church, kill God's people, and then try to pro- proclaim yourself as God. Uh, but the, the word of God grew. Now watch this in verse 25. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem where they had fulfilled their ministry. Um, and they also took with them John, whose surname was Mark. So now we see that they they have were down in uh, Antioch for a year. They came back to Jerusalem and they fulfilled their ministry. They were part, departing there again, um, apparently. And then uh, it says... Uh, I want to get over into chapter 13, just a couple of verses here, because it says they fulfilled their ministry. uh, And then they were leaving again, though. And it says, now in the church, there was at Antioch, there was certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius, and Siren, uh, Manian, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them, then, having fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and sent them away. So now, um, Barnabas and Saul had obviously gone back to Jerusalem, given them the money. Remember, they were taking an offering for the saints in Judea back in uh, chapter uh, 11. They, uh, they had taken that money back to Ju- Judea. They had now come back to Antioch. They had fulfilled their ministry, not meaning their destiny or their calling, but they had finished their assignment, we could say, in our vernacular. And now they were back. They brought with them, when they came back, John Mark, and now the Holy Spirit said, okay, now I'm going to release them into uh, the ministry in which I've called them. Uh, understand this, that... Um, or the work that I've called them. Understand this, being faithful in the little always leads to being faithful over much. It's a principle. It doesn't mean that if you're not faithful, God doesn't love you. It doesn't mean that God's not going to bless you and care for you and and treat you like his child. He certainly will. But when you show yourself faithful, 
in your stewardship over what God has placed in front of you, there's always this supernatural increase that comes. There's always more to be had. There's always more to experience and to step into, and it's based on our faithfulness. Now, God's not going to give you the keys to a Corvette if you don't have a driver's license. He's not. He, that would be uh, impractical. That would be uh, foolishness on a father's part to endanger his child. Many things that we think we want and that we could handle, we cannot. And therefore, it would be destructive to us. So in all of God's goodness, in all of God's grace, it's his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. We still have to act on and receive by faith and, and walk out the principles of the kingdom. And one of those uh, is faithfulness to what God has put in front of us. So that He they sent them on this mission. They sent them on this assignment. They gathered up offerings after, remember, after teaching in, in uh, uh, Antioch for a year. Then they, they sent them with relief to Judea. We saw that in the, the end verses of chapter 11. First time we'd seen Saul since uh, chapter 9. Uh, they took that money apparently because it says they fulfilled the ministry. They took that money back to Jerusalem and Judea. Then they were coming back to Antioch. They brought John Mark with them. And now when they were in the church meeting, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, Now separate uh, Paul and Barnabas or Saul and Barnabas. And I'm going to show them exactly what I've called them to do now. So now they're ready for the next step. And that's exactly what happened. So uh, we'll pick up here tomorrow as we talk about now what this ministry might be. But understand this, faithfulness in your life is paramount to the next thing God has for you. Don't get enamored with where you are so much so that you forget there's a greater call upon your life. It is good to enjoy life. I believe in enjoying every moment. I believe in just drinking it up for all it's worth. But remember this, God has a grand plan for your life that has to do with reaching multitudes of people with the love of God, whether it's right where you are or not. He may never take you out of your hometown, but you're going to love people in a greater way with greater results because the living God lives on the inside of you. Isn't that wonderful? Well, listen, friend, have a great day today. Be blessed as you go, and I'll see you right here tomorrow on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.